You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence, increase your communication skills, and journey with me in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life. In this episode number 63, I'm trying something different. And instead of just having a podcast of me talking about things or interviewing somebody, instead, I am trying something where I give a short speech about something and it's not understood it's not a long rambly topic where i'm just talking and my ideas are just coming at me but it's rather a speech that i've prepared that i'm re- that i'm ready to give and to show you first of all to just have some fun with the topic for me to practice but also for you to, to learn something for me not necessarily just you know me talking of and having this kind of almost interpersonal communication like we're having right now, but rather to see the polish of the stage in podcast form. If you like this format, please go to the communicate with confidence podcast.com. This is episode 63 for listening in the future. So just scroll back to that, leave a comment on there. And let me know your thoughts. I'd really like to hear your feedback. If you have ideas about how to maybe do it differently, or what you liked and what you didn't like, because that'd be very helpful for me going through this because I plan on doing this much more. Something that I love and something that I'm really excited to do in the future. So without further ado, let's get into that. Last month, I was speaking at a conference. It was a middle school rally, so it was high energy, very exciting, about five hours of high energy. I was hosting a game show before, and then I was giving two back-to-back talks, one to the youth and then one to their parents and the different adults that were attending. And so I knew I had to be ready. With events like this, I can't afford to not have my energy. I can't afford to be less than I can be. Because the stakes are so high and there's so much energy that's needed to capture the minds of middle schoolers. Unfortunately, though, when I got to the event that morning, I was informed that there was no breakfast for us, even though they said there was going to be earlier. And so I had no food, no coffee, and I was exhausted from flying in the previous day. All of a sudden, all of my plans, how I envisioned the day going, in my mind, the entire plan was gone. And so I thought of scenarios in my mind I tried to just wake myself up to give myself the energy I knew I needed in less than an hour. And I first thing I did was I said, okay, let's go see if I can find something. We're at a high school over the weekend, so there's nobody there. And I go in to the cafeteria and I see some food there and I mention it to somebody and they go, oh yeah, they brought that, but we have nothing, like we just have nothing to eat it with and no one really has time because they're all getting ready and so everyone is just sitting there. And I go over and look and, and I see these egg casseroles there. And if you're not familiar, I used to have this all the time. Uh, my mom would always make this and it's just, it's a, it's a delicious, great meal, very filling, you know, it's the exact thing that I needed. And I went, okay, I'm looking at this and I'm looking at this casserole. And this is, mind you, 
These were intended for everybody there. Um, all the people helping, and so I couldn't just dig in and mess everything up because I didn't want other people to come try to eat and then go, oh, this is disgusting. Who just tore this up with, you know, just dug their hands into it. And so I started trying to look for utensils, trying to look for something to eat this casserole with. I was so hungry. And I knew that I had, I had, I had to, like, I had to eat something because my talk was right during lunchtime. And so I couldn't eat lunch and then go up on stage and speak. I know from experience, it does not end well. And so I started thinking and immediately what happened was my mind went into focus. And this focus is something that I found, find myself in and have found myself in throughout my years of business and speaking is when I see something that I want and I see it in front of me, nothing else matters anymore. Because, and just to clarify, when I say I see something I want, I've trained myself. I know that it's almost always something good. Sometimes, you know, maybe I'll see something that's maybe not healthy or maybe I'll be in desperation, but okay, that's not good. Let's not focus it on that. But whenever I see something I want and I know it's something good, I know it's something, you know, not just for myself, but for others as well. Everything else becomes irrelevant. I focus wholly on that. And this simple, stupid example of an egg casserole was something is, is something that brings a very real and tangible aspect to my views and my take on determination and how determination isn't difficult to attain. It's not something that a select few have in their lives, a natural gift that an elite possess. But rather, determination is something that anybody can pursue, that anyone can build within themselves, that focus to get where you want to be, to get what you want, is something that you need to build if you truly want to pursue your passions and achieve your dreams. And what's the first step, though? When it comes to determination, there has to be a first step, right? And the first step has to be, you have to know what is good and what is bad, what you truly want, where your passions lie. And this takes time, and this takes experimentation. In my own life, I've been through so many industries, embarked on so many projects, done so many things that I did not like. And you know what? I learned I didn't like them, and so I did something else. I learned I liked some of those, so I kept doing those. And I kept narrowing and narrowing and narrowing, trying new things. Liking some, disliking others, really hating a lot of it. And then doing my best to not do those things ever again. Of course, there are necessary evils. Of course, there's things that I have to do that I don't like. But that's part of the journey. Because eventually, I'll just hire someone to do those things for me. And so the first step, right, is you have to know what you want. And in this situation, and that's why I love this casserole situation, because I didn't realize it when it was happening. I only realized this after the whole thing was over. As I look back on it, and I thought, oh, wow, this is such a great metaphor for my life. Because at first, what was the first thing that happened? I knew what I needed. 
And I said, okay, look, I'm looking at the signs. I know from experience from the past that if I don't eat before a talk, my energy is going to be low. I need some kind of caffeine. I need coffee because I'm not going to be able to focus. I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be sluggish. I'm going to be thinking about how much I want food right now. I'm going to be physically hungry and weak. And so I'm not going to be able to give it my all to a group of, you know, some three, four hundred middle schoolers. A, a, a group that needs so much energy to keep them focused and to have them like you and listen to what you're going to say. And so based on that past experience, I knew what I needed. Also, I looked at the signs and I said, okay, I feel uncomfortable trying to do this right now because everybody's busy getting things done. There was an elaborate setup. There was, you know, hundreds of people. They're trying to get here. There, it was pouring rain. Everybody was doing something. And I was just here sitting there, the feature speaker. And of course, I wasn't, you know, doing anything right then. And so I felt uncomfortable. I didn't want to bother anybody. But I knew that if I didn't do this, the focal point of the event, which was the speech, the keynote, it would not be, it wouldn't be what they paid for. And for myself, I wouldn't be proud of it. And so overcoming that fear is that first step is saying, I know I want this. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, people might not understand or support me in this. But I know what I need because I've tried to do this in the past or I've done this in the past and I love it. Or I've tried to do this in the past or maybe I haven't. I've said, you know what? I'm uncomfortable. I'm just going to ignore this. And it's ended up badly firsthand. I knew that. And so whatever it is, right, it's probably much more important than an egg casserole. But sometimes it's a place to start is doing something that's uncomfortable, something you don't want to inconvenience others. You don't want to do something wrong or make things awkward. But if you know you have to do it, you have to. So that first step is look, taking that experience that you have, overcoming those fears and knowing what you want. But then the second step is actually getting there. How do you actually get what you want? And this is where determination really comes in. And this is how you build it, is you make a habit of overcoming obstacles and solving problems. One of the things I believe that I am most skilled at is solving problems. And I'm not just talking about math or a crossword puzzle, although I do love myself some algebraic functions. I'm talking about, in general, life problems. For the last five years, I've been helping people solve their problems, whether it's something as serious as a serious mental illness, or with some people, it's how, how, to get, how to get others to find their Instagram account. Having all that experience has helped me every single time, not only help other people with solving their problems, but also helping myself with solve my problems. And so in this moment when I am hungry, tired, and I know I'm the clock, like I'm racing against the clock here. As I said, I just have, I just, I have to eat this somehow. And of course I didn't want to ruin the food for everyone else because I had dozens of other people who were in the same position I was, who were hungry, tired, and I knew they had an event to put on. And so what did I do? And I know looking back, this was a bit silly. Okay. Looking back, it wasn't as serious as I thought. And of course, looking back, having experience, no one else 
ate anything, so I could have just dug in and no one would have cared. So, of course, hindsight is 2020, but in the moment, I made my decision. And here's the thing is that when it comes to determination, when it comes to achieving that, you have to make your decision. And sometimes it isn't the best decision, but once you make it, you do it. Trying to figure out what the best decision is, is only hindering you, is only holding you back. Instead, do something, use your intellect, your experiences to do something and trust that it will be the best thing you can think of in that time. Sometimes you just have to go with it. So in that moment, I made the best decision I could at that time. I drank a water bottle, flattened it, and turned this water bottle into a spatula, which I then used to cut out a piece of this casserole, put it on a napkin because I didn't have a plate. So I found paper towels, fashioned them into a plate, put it on there. Then I realized something else. And this is where the problems come about. And see, here's the third step is that once you know what you want and once you take that action to get there, to start walking towards that place, to start achieving an action, you're going to encounter problems. And so what do you do with those problems? Do you say, well, I've already done something. It doesn't really matter. Or do you say, you know what? Just because... I've already done something doesn't mean I'm going to stop. It doesn't mean I've done enough because I've never done enough. There's always more to do. And when you truly want something, you have to ask yourself, what am I willing to do to get there? And of course, I'm not talking about anything bad or anything illegal or immoral. I'm talking about action, spending the time and the energy, the thought to get to there. In this case, I had a cold egg casserole, which I could have eaten and I tried to. It partly made me a little sick because cold eggs and me do not mix. Ask me how I know. I've tried somehow. It just makes me nauseous. And so what did I do? I said, okay, here's what I need to do. I need to heat them up. I found a microwave somewhere, <laughs> stuck them in, microwaved them, and all of a sudden, I had myself a breakfast. And you know what happened? I look back on that event. I look back on that event and I see that I gave my talk and it was great because you know what? I was ready. I was prepared, of course, for my talk, but I needed my body to be ready as well, not just my mind. I found some Pepsi or, you know, some kind of soda with a, maybe a little bit of caffeine, if not just getting the, you know, the sugar for the energy. Drank that and I was ready to go. And I know that looking back, this seems so small and insignificant, but I know because I've been doing this for so long, I know that I, if I had not done that, if I had not taken that action, then a lot of the good effects of that talk would not have happened. That's not, there's no doubt in my mind because I took action because I overcame my problems because I destroyed my fears in that moment. I was able to take action. I was able to do something great. And now you have to ask yourself. You have to ask yourself, first of all, what are your fears? What's keeping you back? Name the fears. Put them out there. Visualize them in front of you as hurdles, as mountains in front of you that you're going to have to climb. But at the end, look at where you want to be. And this could be short term. Or this could be maybe long term. 
and saying you if you say you want to affect the world, you want to reach the world, well, guess what? That is that you're going to be doing that till the end of your life. If that's what you truly want, then that goalpost is at the very end. And you have the biggest mountain in the universe to climb. But if you say maybe, oh, I want to get more fit. I want to eat healthier. I want to start a business. I want to give my first speech. Well, that's a very much easier goalpost to reach. So all of a sudden you have your goal. You have it clear in front of you. and You know why you want it. And you know that you have to have it. Then you give yourself the tools, right? Literally, in my case, make the tools that I needed in order to get there. Overcome the challenges your way, right? Something as stupid as needing to microwave the food. In your case, could be something as important as overcoming an addiction. Creating a habit. Educating yourself about a topic that you don't know anything about because you have to know it if you want to get there. Seeking out guidance and help. Once you go through this and you overcome each problem, because there's going to be more mountains, there's going to be tripwires, there's going to be enemy combatants firing at you along this journey. Your responsibility, your goal, what you're going to have to do is every single time something tries to stop you, you have to repeat this process and get past them. And then because what happens when you do this, what happens when this happens is that you are time and time again Building this muscle, this muscle of getting to where you want. And by the end of this journey, when you achieve something such as getting fit, starting a business, getting your first speech, when you get to that point and you do it, not only have you achieved a goal, but you've built that muscle of getting what you want. And then it'll be so much easier to get the next thing and then the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Always keeping in mind why you're doing this. What's that goal? Maybe your goal is just to be happy. How do you get there? No matter what your goal is, is not stupid. It's not small. And it's not too big. You have the power to be determined and get there. The only variable in this equation is how willing you are to do this. To take the action and achieve an amazing goal. I hope you enjoyed this, everybody. Um, like I said, please leave a comment on at the communicate with confidence podcast.com. I'd really like to know what you thought. This was really fun for me to record. And it's just a nice respite between my talks. I'm able to practice and flex this muscle. And also in a different medium, it's very interesting not having the energy of the crowd and compensating for that. You know, pausing and waiting for people to laugh or applaud or something. And they're not being people there. So it's a very different muscle. It's very interesting for me. And I think it's a great way to practice and for you as well. I hope this was a little bit of an inspiration and a little bit of an example on how you can improve your public speaking um, 
your public, your pu- I'm all, I'm all spoken out after that. Your, your public speaking skills. And also I hope you're inspired by the talk itself. Take care. Remember to always stay on the positive side of things. 